On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in a boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even the wind and sea obey? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? How often do we approach our Lord in this way? So often we play the part of the disciples. Lord, fix this. This is happening to me. Lord, this thing, that thing, fix it. Save me. But how often do we take to heart, well, what the Lord revealed in his locutions to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque and many other saints since then about his desire for us to console his heart? that far from us simply asking the Lord, treating him as some sort of divine vending machine, give me this, give me that. How often do we instead approach him and sit with him in his darkest hour in Gethsemane, seeking to console his heart? How often do we, whenever we are disturbed, instead of asking the Lord to take it away, stop making me feel this way, Stop allowing this situation to turn badly. How often do we do that instead of taking the part of Mary and standing by the cross, not asking our Lord to put a stop to this? Lord, come down from that cross is not what she said, but instead what she said at every moment of her life, thy will be done. Her great fiat was even there at the cross. We should always desire to unite our ills our sufferings, our tribulations to our Lord's, seeking to console him during his darkest hours, seeking to offer him our own consolation, instead of being upset that he's asleep in the stern of the boat. Perhaps we allow him to sleep. Perhaps we unite what we're suffering to his suffering and offer his heart the consolation, the love that he has so desired since his coming into the world. This is what our mother Mary did, living in the hope, living in the hope that despite the pain that she experienced in this life, the pangs of the passion, the doubts that her son's disciples experienced about him, instead of allowing those frustrations to turn her bitter, to make her turn and question whether or not her son's mission was true, she instead united all of that to him, seeking to console his heart at every moment that she was by his side. And we too, whenever we come to the church, yes, it is okay for us to ask for the Lord, to ask the Lord for favors, to take our suffering away. But at the same time, we also should be wary of making our prayer lives entirely that, 
but instead we should seek to unite our own difficulties, our own sufferings, and instead sit with our Lord, who is so often left alone in churches. The ingratitude of human hearts is something that the Lord often lamented in his locutions to St. Margaret Mary, lamented that so often he is left abandoned alone as he was in Gethsemane, left with no one to watch with him, left with no one to keep him company, left with no one to console his heart, that so just desires our love, that so just desires our affection, that so just desires our presence before him in his Eucharistic presence. We too should seek to comfort his heart in that. As we turn to him today, as we turn to him today in the Eucharist, as we greatly come to the great commolation of Mass, not making it about ourselves, not making it about what we desire, but instead seeking to turn to our Lord, console his art, as his blessed mother did at every moment of her earthly life.